Oh, it's old school. It's been awards week. We've got some furfies. And Juzzy O'Neill is in the poddock. Welcome to On The Ranch. Uh, yes, I like freaking people out with funny faces thinking I haven't recorded something when I have. I don't care. The red light's on there. That's all that matters to yeah, me. Yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Welcome to On The Ranch, episode 89 for another week. I am at XRBob on Twitter. At the Barking Frog MC is in the house. Hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, yeah. All right. Could be worse. <laughs> could be worse. Could be at home. Could be at home, yeah. Yeah, just a bit sort of missing footy. Uh, sitting across from him is... Well, sitting diagonally across from him. Hey, Pete. Hey, buddy. How are we? <laughs> Wonderful. That's the game. There's a couple of diagonals here, so I wasn't yeah. quite... Oh, I know. Yeah, sure. I know. Yeah, a little bit you are diagonal. A few different hypotenuse to work off there. Oh, God, that's a big word for you. Do you even know what that means? Yeah, it's an angle on a triangle. At Morgan Holmes Evans. Busy on the keyboard. Just trying to put this bloody show together. How's everyone going? <laughs> <laughs> You were going to try and chuck that. Yeah, in. yeah, that's all right. It does it one week. That's one week, and look what he's got. One week, and I'm done. That's yeah, a furphy, definite furphy. <laughs> and yes, as we mentioned in the intro, Jazzy O'Neill has decided to swing by, grace us with his presence. Beautiful. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks uh, very much for coming. We were actually we're quite, quite feel quite, we should feel quite honoured that we've got a player out of season. I know. You know, normally they're either jet setting off somewhere around the, the countryside, and any other year they'd be in Bali somewhere. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Did you go to Vegas after fifteen? Yeah. You did. Uh, well, that's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need to no, ask any more questions to, than that. No, but we need some stories when the when light goes off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Save them for some other time. How did you score the leave pass for that? Did you, I'm going. We won the. Well, we won a grand final, but <laughs> yeah, no, but but you just I'm going. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you pack the house up. If I come back, I'm going regardless. Yeah, I think everyone was like that. We just had the best week leading up, and it was like we're going. We do, and everyone was like, we're doing it because it was last minute, wasn't it? Yeah, we. I think we left like straight after the ball. Prezzo, yeah, you yeah. left the next morning. After everyone Prezzo. was sort of real quiet at the Prezzo, but like inside, just really excited <laughs> for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and then we left the next day. I remember Lowy telling me about. It. He comes up to me and he goes, "I was going to ask you if you wanted to come, but I knew your missus would hold you down on that one." <laughs> Suck going, Why would you want me to come and annoy your voice, Trevor? Why? And he goes. Yeah, fair call. And he just Hang walked on. off and annoyed me. He just he didn't a he need a designated driver. Yeah, well, I would have happily have done that. I would have carried the bags. Oh, I would have carried the bags. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. 67 games for the Storm and 123 for the Cowboys. 189 in total, if my stunts are correct here. Yeah, no, that's right. That's correct. Yeah? Yep. How's, uh, how does well, how does a Bellamy – We I think we asked uh, – Hamsters yeah, as hamsters, well. Oh, yeah. How does Bellamy compare to the likes of uh, Paul Green and Todd Payton? Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, so I've heard. I think I caught him. Um, he was still sort of, sort of the bellyache that everyone sees on TV. And, um, you know, I was probably a young – I was a young kid at the time too, so I was, I was coming through. Um, Bellamy almost – if you haven't been coached by him, you sort of – you miss that um, – he sort of coaches the um, the teenage out of you and and puts in place like discipline and all these other other traits. Um, so I think when I was younger, it was a it was a definitely a totally different Bellamy to the Bellamy I think I know today. Um, and yeah, I think as a youngster, I think I needed that. Um, yeah. I can definitely say that um, 
it instilled a lot of great attributes that I've probably carried on and throughout my career and been able to take with me that probably helped me with the Cowboys. So, um, yeah, it, you know, Billy Aker, without doubt, is a um, very intense coach and, you know, I think it gets results. Um, he's – the way he coaches is um, – and it's up there with one of the one of the best I've ever seen. So um, comparing him to Toddy, I think – I think with coaches it's – it's hard to compare. Like people can people can have their own ways of coaching, and as I've seen, like I would say, Green is a lot different to uh, the way Bellamy coaches, and um, they they definitely you see the passion come out at times through <laughs> halftime <laughs> meetings and um, yeah, post conference, um, post match conferences and stuff. But you know, it's all passion. It's all because they they want the best for their team. They want the team to win. So, um, but the differences is like. I've seen both these coaches coach and um, I would say that they're very different in the way they go about things. There are some similarities, but um, I think it, the, the differences make them unique and um, being able to see how one person goes about their coaching has worked and being able to see like the, the grand final that I won with Melbourne and then um, coming to the Cowboys and being coached by Greeny for the first time that year and going to a grand final and experiencing another premiership, it's like, Either way can work, so it's just it just depends. Um, yeah. I think how the coach instills it in his players and how he captures his players to be able to perform that year. I think. And you had Peyton there in 2015 as well as assistant coach too. So seeing him from yeah exactly in two different sort of situations, I suppose being head coach yeah a bit different. Yeah, I think it's hard for Toddy. I think yeah. Toddy sort of caught us at a building phase. I think we've like um, just mentioning before, I was talking about some of the players we got. We've got quite a young um, playing group. Yeah. Um, a lot of players, definitely in key positions, are quite young and um, probably haven't had the experience there yet. Compared to you know, we compare it back to 2015. Um, we had you know, we had Morgo who was just sort of was pretty much playing Origin um, rep footy at the time. We had Jono. Um, we had experience in our front row, even in our um, back row, like yeah. Gavin Cooper, and and then we had Job who was just sort of. Probably similar to me. We both started out the Cowboys at the same time, and um, I was sort of trying to find form again. And, and Job was just coming into into form. Jakey Granville, so um, key positions: hooker, halves, even Cootie at fullback was sort of um, a fullback who's established that position for himself, and he's doing well overseas as well. Like killing it overseas, oh, unreal. Yeah. So we definitely those positions in key positions that definitely helped us on the field and. I think that was sort of a big difference to the, you know, Toddy. I see see him as a great coach, and I see what he's trying to do with us as, a, sorry, the boys now. <laughs> you still ask, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you still ask. Don't 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 shy away. It's from not that. November one yet. No. Still <laughs> <under contract. laughs> but um, yeah, like see what he's trying to do, and it, and it um, it 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 reminds me of um, you know, some of the attributes that you know some of the coaches I spoke before are trying to instill in. Um, in players, and I think um, you know the, the sooner the boys buy into that, I, I think you'll only see results. So um, I've, I've got to ask the question now. I've known obviously Toddy for a little while. You know, obviously when he was at the club at fifteen and that. Does he ever blow up? He's very calm. I have <laughs> never <laughs> ever seen him raise a sweat. I mean, I, I, I've never really been in a position where I'd probably need to see him blow up. But does he ever blow up? It's weird. I um I, some some fan um, sort of stopped me. Um, I was doing an after. It might, might have been one of the times I came up through the boxes. I wasn't yep. playing and I watched the boys play. And then um, someone stopped me and said, "Oh, can I just 
just want to have a chat about Toddy. And um, they said, he comes across as a very angry person, a very aggressive person. Um, you know, you see him in the post-match um, interviews and that. And I was like, it's the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I, I don't think I don't think I've seen him blow up yet. Like, I don't yeah. think he blow like every interview I've seen him um, take after the game. It's sort of been very calm in the way he answers every question um, and doesn't really sort of fire up about anything. He's very. I call him. I give him a hard time and call him monotone. I just because uh, <laughs> he's just blunt. Like he doesn't want to give too much away, doesn't want to get too rolled up because I know I've talked to him in the past and he said sometimes some of the questions that some reporters ask, just you just want to walk over there and slap him in the head. Oh, I dare say yeah, he's not the only coach who wants to do that. And it's like, player. he goes, so I just try to keep, and I said, yeah, but why so monotone? Why just, yeah, all right, yeah. It's just so flat. Yeah, you don't see it change. No, I, I, but I, it's probably, it's, it's either way. If, if you're too calm, yeah, I'll report on you being too calm. If you blow up, yeah, suddenly that's Bellamy's trait, right? Everyone yeah. reckons he blows up. It's probably like once a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's I'm not sure, a common thing. I'm sure. I'm sure it would be a situation though, and I, I guess obviously if you haven't really seen it yet, Juzzy, but when it does happen, you know, you know, crap's gone down. You know, yeah. you know, you've done wrong. I guess if he did blow up and that kind of stuff. But I, 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 I love the guy. I just, I've always liked his demeanor and how he just goes. He's just, he's just so chilled. Yeah. Yeah, he's just so chilled, man. <laughs> Do you think his dog likes him? <laughs> I reckon that dog just gets kicked after every <laughs> All good for the press, everything else comes home, Rave. Oh, not again. I'm getting... <laughs> What did I do this time? It's not my fault Felty dropped it over the line. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so that's your club, club games. But you've done NRL All-Stars, uh, four games for Queensland as well, yeah. and Australian Rep. It's, it's not yeah. a bad resume. Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. Like it's decent. It's, it's probably not something that'll get you an apprenticeship with this bloke. Yeah. But <laughs> might not help me life after footy. But um. you're on the short list. <laughs> is that because no one else has applied, or <laughs> a little bit of that? that. With the Brisbane Olympics theme, that if no one else is there, then you win it by default. That's it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But looking back, obviously you got to be proud of that. You got to be pretty happy with it, with how it's gone. I mean, it's obviously not the ideal end. Yeah, that you'd wanted to get wanted to go out, but yep. you can hold it up pretty high. There was some pretty damn good years there. Yeah, I think it um, probably makes it um, easier to to retire on knowing that um, there wasn't much more that I wanted to achieve. Um, I think a, a smaller goal that I sort of set probably a couple of years ago, and I was just unfortunate. Like a, a couple of years ago, I. Had, Got injured, didn't get to finish the rest of my um, season because of a spleen incident, and mm. then um, this year, sort of having my my knee deteriorate a lot earlier than I thought it was going to, um, sort of meant that I didn't get to play many games this year as well. But one thing I did want to get to was two hundred games um, yeah. in the NRL, yeah. and it didn't it didn't mean that much if I didn't because it was like I, you know I'm happy with over a hundred over one fifty. I was pleased when I got 150 and it was like um I, c- I could have retired at 150 but it was kind of just a little goal that I was like if I can get there that will be another tick another tick for me and um something that I'd you know be proud that I was able to do and I think with the other stuff it was just they're all stuff that I was proud that I was able to do as well it's like um you know I'm glad to have, you know at 
at the most littlest to be able to play NRL, but to be able to say that I um, was fortunate enough to play Origin and for my country as well is special. And um, how many games all up was it? it was four State of Origins. Uh, so. 189 189 plus oh, a couple. Yeah, it's yeah, up here is one. I'm, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to justify it here for you, don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah. One, one, no, it doesn't quite get uh, there. There's also the World Club Challenge. You could No, I count that. that you could throw that. It's an A grade side. You're playing against yeah. a Super League side. That counts. Auckland Nines, Perth Nines, done. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Cross the line. Well, it's Chalk 190 it plus one, four and two. Yeah. So that's 194, 196, 190. 197. All right, party pooper. Then, no, no, no. But then there's more. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, well, I, was, I was trying. I was trying to squeeze it out. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Something. Sorry, sorry you're getting no, no. No, no. I was just going to say, you touched on your spleen injury. Now, we that happened in the Rabbits Magic Round game, yeah. I think it was. Um, uh, Raiders, wasn't Raiders, it? Raiders, Raiders, Raiders wasn't it? Yeah. Canberra, yeah. yeah. And you were killing it. And you were coming back into that origin form that saw you because obviously you had a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. How was that to to take? Because obviously you, you read the media or the papers or whatever and how you woke up at whatever time in the hotel room and all that. Yeah. How, talk us through. I think that whole experience, I almost I almost retired after that. Um, I, yeah, it was like, it was, a, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty terrible experience to go through. Like um, I, I mentioned, bef- I think before, the story's sort of been told that, yeah, I was. I sort of got through the night, but sort of only just sort of got through the night, and then the night was was sort of in and out of uh, consciousness. Um, and it was it was it was just because I'd wake up from this like pain in my gut, and the the pain would sort of be like stomach cramps, and I'd think I'd have to spew, and I'd sort of get up ready to spew, but um, I'd sort of dry reach, and nothing would come up, and then I'd just find myself I'd be back asleep, and um, there was a couple of times there where. I was lucky that Felty was in my room. Um, he'd sort of wake up with me going, oh, and then going to dry reach and sort of being like, what, what's going on? Are you all right? And then um, one of the times I remember him sort of helping me back into bed, I was like, what are you doing? And he said, <laughs> you just fell on the floor. And I was like, far out. I'm sorry, man. I just kept saying, I'm sorry. And um, I got through the night and, yeah, we got to the um, – end up getting to the hospital, got it all fixed up and – um, it just the recovery to it. I just didn't know if I was going to get back to playing footy again because, or being, I knew I'd be able to play sport again, but I just didn't know if I'd be able to play at NRL level again. Yeah, like a, a, I spent a, I think four or five days in ICU, and through those four or five days, just was a blur. Like the whole thing just into one. Um, I was in and out of sort of consciousness, and um, like I was getting bath in bed because I couldn't move, oh, yeah. um, and I. I'd sort of be hitting a morphine button um, just just because any little movement, it was my guts were still sore, and it, and like I'd found out later that just just blood being in your in your stomach region in your abdominal um, region is painful, and is and like that can just that was all the pain that I was feeling when I was waking up thinking I needed to spew, um, and so like that was mainly what all the morphine was for. Probably I did find out that I'd fractured some ribs as well, so I think. Maybe that that was possibly adding to some of the pain yeah. as well, but like to this day, I jo- I joke about it, but it, it actually I don't know what they what broken ribs feel like because I remember the nurses asking me once I got out of ICU like how's your breathing? Can you cough? Or even when I was in ICU, I'd say can you cough for us? And I'd sort of cough. I thought they were like trying to check if I was coughing blood or something. I said yeah, I can cough. Like I'm coughing for you, and they'd be like uh, any pain? And I'm like. 
like, no, I'm fine. Like, it's just uncomfortable to sit up and stuff. And they're like, all right. And then, they like, I found out later, they, I said, oh, they said, oh, we fixed you up. We had to go th- up through your um, main artery in your leg and plug you up from the inside where it was sort of lacerated and bleeding out. And, um, and they said, I said, oh, like, how did that happen? Like, can you just split a vein or an artery from getting hit too hard? And they said, no, um, in the x-rays, I think we've seen you fractured some ribs and the ribs have sort of been the main culprit to why your spleen's been busted. So um, I was like, oh, broken ribs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you continued the game, you saw it out too. Yeah. And I think I was, I was, I think it was purely just running on adrenaline for that long. Like, um, like I, after the game, I, I was in the sheds, we're singing like our team song. Yeah. And I remember boys were like smacking me on the back, like going, <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm smacking the drum, going, like singing the song. And I was like, I remember that. And I was like, that didn't hurt at all. Like <laughs> after the game, like we did like our medicals and stuff. And I'm, and I remember reporting like, oh, like I'm, everything feels fine. I just. Um, had like this weird pain. Um, I thought it was like a nervy pain, but um, like I'd had my I had a tackle in that game where I got a burner down my arm, and um, burners I've had before where they just stuck around. I've got that nerve pain in my neck to shoulder sort of thing. So I just took it for that, and I just said, oh, "I've got this nerve pain from a burner." I think in the game, I just jarred my neck up. I think, and um, that was the only thing that I thought at the time. I'm wow. fine, and it wasn't until like went out my. Hundredth game for the club, so I'm like I'm having a few scales. I'm having a beer there here and there, and um, with dinner, and I felt fine. And it, it just sort of all of a sudden just hit me, and I just started feeling really sick. Like you know, you get that feeling like your mouth is watering, and I just got real sweaty. I was like, far out. I think I'm gonna spew. And um, it was like you right? Like how, how much have you had? And I said I've only had like two beers. Um, I oh, said, that sounds like pistol on a sudden night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guess shows you how tough you Let's be beer. honest here, Justin. Let's be honest. I've only had two beers. <laughs> <laughs> Saw him at the bar 18 times, coach. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, I think most of, the, most of the night, the boys, everyone sort of just took it as, I think I've had too many beers or... He's, he's a bit crook, like he's I, I think I'm working it out. I've, I've seen as I've seen where Pistol's going here. Maybe you've done a, a Tommy Turbo in the mall against some punter. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> 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 On the way home. On the way home. Trying yeah. to tackle a wheelie bin or something like that. Busted a rib. Just on that, how were the coaching staff and obviously all the the big wigs the next day when you felt his no dad given the call, hey, Juzzy's not well, he's can't move. Mate, he had 16 rums. <laughs> Tell him to get up or he's find his own way. No, no, he's actually, he's just hung over. Yeah, Tell well, him to, I thought how, I only how had was food that? Yeah. The whole night, I thought I had food. I was like, I ate something bad at that pub for sure. Like, that's, it must be. Because I was like, what Like what else could it be? Um, yeah. And, it, like, in the morning, I was that pale <laughs> and, like, just sweating bullets. And, like, I was freezing, so I had a jacket on. And um and the doc came in and in my mind I've I've been pretty crook sometimes and still been like I've got to get on the plane I did this to myself. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're all we're all nodding. We've yeah, all been there. We've all done that. All done that. Yeah. So <laughs> I was airports in asshole of a place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst. And you're just hanging around waiting for your flight, but you get through it. And I just thought, oh, am I going to get through this? Like I think I could get through it. I woke up in the morning and I was just like, I'm not getting on that plane i can't get on that plane and um 
yeah, as soon as the doc walked in, I said to him, um, I don't think I can get on that plane. And um, he quickly checked me out and, yeah, he was like, nah, you're no good. Um, but, yeah, like, it was tough to come back from. And a week after, I'd, like, I'd been moved into a, um, into a normal hospital bedroom and stuff and I had an oxygen – I was on oxygen, like, in yep. through my nose um, most of the time and um, – in that room, like I felt fine. I'd recovered pretty well, pretty quick. And then um, I was at the stage where I said, can I finally have a shower by myself and like get this catheter out and stuff like that? Just be able to move freely. And um, the nurse was like, yeah, yep, you can do that. You just might need your oxygen. I still didn't really realise how, how what I'd gone through, the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. And like I, I remember going for my first shower and I was like, how good is this? But like I got in there, started having a shower and I jumped out and I, started like drying myself off and I was like started like breathing pretty heavy and I was like oh, I find myself short of breath and I was like I think I'm gonna I'm gonna run out of breath and I quickly had to dry myself out off and um get dressed and I'd rush back to my bed just so I could chuck the oxygen back in because I felt like I was literally gonna pass out and I was like and like I found at times like that that happened for a couple of weeks after I got out of hospital um even when I'd sort of, we had to spend another week, I think, in Canberra because I couldn't fly um, in a plane yet to get home. And so we spent. Oh, I thought they week. would have put you on the old Greyhound, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, just, was there a constant, what, sorry, was there a thought of the road trip or? Well, because well, I knew I wouldn't be playing footy anytime soon. So I went back to Melbourne, which was the closest anyway. Um, and I don't, I, there wasn't really any rush to get back. Or, I just wanted to get out of there. But. Um, they put us in a hotel, which was back where it all started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same <right>. room. <laughs> you asshole. <Yes. laughs> but um, yeah, as soon as I, as soon as we got back to Melbourne, like I was, I was trying to chase the kids around the house and play with them, and I started feeling half decent, and um, I just run out of breath like that quick, and um, I lost like I think twelve kilos, That's um, and just I just looked like a shadow of myself like. Um, I went and caught up. My granddad was crook at the time and I went to catch up and see him before he passed and um, I saw my brothers at the airport and they say they joke about it, but they I was I flew in by myself and they came um, from Townsville. So um, I'm at the airport and I'm at one of their cafes ordering something and they were like they came I said, I'm at the cafe and they said we can't see you there. <laughs> On Skeletor. Yeah, they finally come over and I've turned around. They're like, what? We didn't think that was you. You're way too skinny. And, like, to be honest, like, I had these jeans and they were sort of at the time they were supposed to be, like, half skinny jeans on me, but they were kind of loose. And I was like, I know, man, I've lost that much weight. I just feel skinny. Like, it's weird. And, um, like, yeah, and then after that, like, I, I had to have a second operation after that, so... I, from then on, like, I think that was like maybe four weeks after my initial operation, I was walking around like hunched and I couldn't stand up straight and I thought it must be still part of the, the operation and all the stitches because they were all sort of down near my belly button and that. And, um, I thought, oh, it must, all the stuff must still be healing. It must just still be really sore. Um, that's why I can't stand up straight. And it wasn't until I finally got back to Townsville um, I was there for a couple of days and I was like, it's getting worse and I can't, I'm walking around the house like hunched over. <laughs> Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, the bells. Yeah. I said, oh, I thought this can't be sore for this long. Like I was still on like heavy painkillers, like Panadine Fort, I think maybe Endone still. And um, just to like get around the house and 
do normal stuff. And um, I went and seen, and even like going to the toilet, I was like, this is painful. Why is this so painful? I finally um, went and seen the doctor and he, quit, he, he did a couple of tests like and my ab- abdomen was that sore. When, as soon as he touched on it, he was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. And um, he's like, I think you've got appendicitis. <laughs> no way. Oh, no. I just thought, this is like... Can't, I can't have been dealt this much bad luck. <laughs> and um, so I, I've organised with this surgeon. I've gone in for to remove my appendix. And because um, I went and got an ultrasound, she's like, yeah, everything's really inflamed around the area, around your appendix. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, shit, so it's, it's appendicitis. Sounds like it. Um, I was like, oh, it just sucks. This is what it is. <laughs> And um, dirty as yeah, and then I've because I've only just come out of hospitals and stuff, and I'm like I'm done, and I just want to chill. And now I'm going back in operation, and I wake up, and the guy's like, surgeon comes to see me, and goes, well, there's a bit of good news, a bit of bad news. And I was like, right, what's the good news? He's like, we didn't remove your appendix, we didn't have to. And I was like, oh sweet. He's like, but we found that uh, the blood had congealed and twisted your bowels and. Suck them to the abdomen wall. So he oh, said, oh, you had to remove them from your abdomen wall and untwist your bowels and stuff. So I was like, oh, right. <laughs> that sounds painful. Oh, and that was a lot more painful than broken ribs. Like, yeah, that's really. the only pain I remember. Like, I couldn't, after that, I was uh, on heavy pain meds and like could not walk um, for, for at least a week. Like, it was just that painful. We can't right. operate on you here, so we're sending you back to Melbourne <laughs> to the same hotel Oh, my God. Like after that whole ordeal, like, so I've gone through all of that and I've gone, maybe I throw it away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's enough. Like, if I have to go through anything close to that again, I don't know if I could do it. So um, it put my knee into perspective where it was like, man, I can get through the knee. The knee's something easy to recover from. If it's something like that, I don't know if I can, but... Um, yeah, I definitely contemplated it, um, but the spleen was sort of something that had been thrown upon me, not under my terms, something that was totally freak accident, like yeah. like something that I've never heard of, a spleen accident in, in a rugby league game. Um, so I kind of felt like, and, and like you said, I was like, I felt like I was hitting some form again. I was I was really pleased with how I was yeah. going. So you I was were. Like, I, remember, I remember that, and I remember it was just like you were – yeah, you were getting back to form that when you when you played for Queensland and that. And I remember, yeah, I remember us even talking about it. Unfortunately, when you're a pro athlete, no matter how good you do, everyone will still rub you down. Yeah, and they'll go, "Oh, yeah, he's not the same 2015 Justin. No, so he's useless." And yeah. this, that, and the other. Come yeah. on, give the guy a break. Yep. So you're coming back to form, do that. But in the end of the day, you still ended up playing Origin a year later or something, didn't you? You got back into that Origin arena after the spleen. I um I can't remember. Can't remember. Um. But yeah, like that that left question mark for me. Everyone else was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do it quiet. <laughs> when have we ever done it quiet? We do it with the microphone for crying out. Show there. some respect to our guests. <laughs> it's probably a good thing that you were as fit as you were, though, too. Oh, because if you that weren't that fit, part, yeah, I, I can't imagine that kind of pain for no. myself. I'd be. I was going to say, I get a headache and I'm on the on the couch. If you went through that, hours. being the person you are. Imagine if one of our suckers got back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, We'd be out yeah. for two years. Not bad though, Morgs. Oh. Twelve kilos in four days. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Skip the pain and all the other crap. I could do losing twelve. It actually helped. They they 
when I got to the hospital, they they were taking my um, blood pressure or no, my heart rate, and um, my heart rate was sitting at I think 80, 80, 80 beats per minute or whatever it is, and um, and they and they to them they'd taken my blood as well, so they knew what my um, hemoglobin, which is like a, I think it's your white blood cells or something, count of your blood, or, yeah, yeah. Um, to tell how much bl- blood you've got in your body, and um, they they knew it was low, um, like I think it was less than half of what my full amount was, um, yeah. and they so they knew it was low, but they were looking at my heart rate going. He's. It's not. It should be at like one twenty, like stressing out because it's it's trying to pump more blood, um, keep me alive. And I think being an athlete, being that we just sort of in midway through the season, still quite fit. Um, I think that helped because I think otherwise my heart would just be <laughs> redlining and yeah, yeah. ready to cark it. Been in ICU for two weeks instead of just four days. Or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah, um, sure. Mentioning being an athlete, you actually started off from what I've read. Doing athletics, yeah. Into the long jump, is it is it true you had a you had a record there at under fifteens or is that someone's so I, that's come up a fair bit. There was um I definitely I definitely had um I'd I'd won gold so I'd went away competed for Queensland competed for my state against the other states and um and won one long jump in my age group for I think two years in a row so I had sort of that title for two years in a row as being my age group best long jumper in, in Australia pretty much. So yep, yep. Like, I don't know if I actually had a record, but or if I'd actually set a record competing in that. But I couldn't confirm it anywhere. Just some one site says, yeah, you got remember, a record. Like, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. To be honest, I can't even – I can't – I'm not real – I've never been one to be great with how many games I've played, how many – when I played it, um, at what age, all this, all the stats sides of things. So yep. um, even with – yeah, my younger years. Like I, could, I can't really remember, to be honest, what years it was that I um, that I won in those competitions. But I know it definitely happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't really remember if there was a record. Was that when you were st- when you were, you were Hewan or more? Yeah. Yeah. Was that when you were out at Hewan? I think it still was. I, I remember one of them being the first one being. Excuse me. I was um I was in Canberra. I oh, no, sorry. I think I was in Canberra. I was in Canberra because I remember we had to. I think we drove from Pewnan to Canberra. Oh, jeez. Oh, hell. I hate driving from Townsville to Pewnan. You're in the Canberra. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Huey's not bad. You get 110. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a change in the climate on the way through, <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a pack for all. <laughs> what do you do? Pull over and change in your jumper. Pewnan oh. to Townsville. <laughs> oh, that's all right. It's 110. It's the other 2,000 days you got to worry about. Yeah, you got to do. You can do 110. Just Set on the cruise on 118. You're laughing. Just on what Mick said, I was going to. He touched on it. How was it like playing out um, in New Orleans? Oh, yeah, it was pretty tough. Like, I imagine it'd be pretty rough. Yeah. Was the road more comfortable than the footy field? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the boys, the Blackhawks boys, went and played um, country round out there, <laughs> and um, and like the boys that came back to the NRL squad, they all came back. They had the biggest like grass burns, Bar. gravel rash <laughs> off on their legs, and I was like, "What happened to you guys?" And they go, "We played, um, we played country round. Actually, we played in. They go, we played in Hewenden. I was like, "Oh yeah, that explains it." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know what happened because, like, apparently they'd done their field up, and that like it was supposed to be half decent out there. So 
I was like, oh, shit, sorry, boys. It must have been a pretty low starting point yeah. if they did it up. I think so. Can we switch the game from the grass <laughs> to the road? The road's more comfortable than this. Can you imagine yeah. playing yeah. in the middle of summer, though, out yeah. of London? Yeah, well, like, I mean, like we train now in, like, we used to train in, like, pre-season and that. Yeah. Um, I used to think, like, this is that hot. Like, we're training in the middle of the day, and then I think, when we were juniors, like, we used to play, like, a couple games through the middle of the day. Like, yeah. Carnivals go... Through the day, start in the morning, finish in the afternoon. Yeah. You played like four, three games a day. Like I was like, has it gotten hotter? Or <laughs> I think we've just got softer as we get older. I, I think about it now. Like Hendo, guy listens, uh, and he's been on the show a couple of times with us. He um, gave me. He played um, last weekend. They had the over forties comp, thirty-five, yeah, 30 masters, yeah. masters comp, and. Um, he plays for Hewenden. Is it Hewenden he plays yeah. for? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he plays for the Hewenden side that comes in. He busted his A did his ACL, grade two. Mm. Just oh. thinking of you, Hendo, thinking of you. Um he asked me if I wanted to have a run, I turned around and said no, there's no chance unless I get to wear the gold pants, which means you can't get tackled. Oh yeah. But it's just like I'm just sitting there thinking, I could not think of anything worse to be doing at forty five <laughs> years old when I haven't picked up a footy and ran like tackled someone since I was about twenty five. Age yeah, is just a number. You. Oh, just yeah, and then, and then he goes and busts his knee on the first night. Yeah, I'm well, just yeah. like, that would have been me That's for sure. That sucks. On, sure. on that, getting, yeah, getting his knee done and everything, knees are fridgy as well, so I don't know what he's got with... How do you oh, go yeah. with your spleen? Do you have, like, normal 12 sick days a year in a club and after that you're on your own time? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> yeah. If you're on an extended stint, is it, like, pay at half rate or something? Or It took a while. I think they kind of just were like... Everyone's sort of been like... How long do they take? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is it? <laughs> I'd go into emergency and I'd say you, you've done your spleen, or bloke. Yeah, well, well what spleen, to do? Your spleen apparently um, is your, like your natural antibiotic, so it produces that for like you get a cut, mm. you, it yep. heals up itself, kind of thing. Yep. Otherwise, it's sort of you'd have to get injected or you'd have to go to the doctor and get antibiotics to take to, to help heal it up, but. So it's pretty important. Yeah, you want to you keep it going. <laughs> it's not like a gallbladder or anything like that where it just sort of hangs not around. Appendix. Basically yeah. the Wolverine self-healing device. Yeah, because I was kind of like, well, what is it? they like, the spleen. I was like, oh, <coughs> cut it out. Like, yeah, just, it? just take it out. Yeah, like fix it, get it. Get rid of it. Back back like, hand, oh no, we'll try and keep it. If we, I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, you might lose half of it, but and I was like, so what's that mean? <laughs> They're like, oh, if you lose half, you might have to get injections yearly. I was like, oh, yeah, probably. Let's, yeah, save, it, let's <laughs> save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. Yeah, hang on, it'll be all right. Uh, we might hit some letters that have come in uh, while we've been talking, and one from earlier in the week, Ian Cumming, who we have to thank for these furfies. Very kindly very dropped. Very cold. Very, yes, very ice cold furfies that um, Morgan finally put in the fridge. Uh, but he also asked if the Cowboys board hold their nerve and stick with Todd, as if they wouldn't. While he looks to change the club culture, by the time Todd finishes his career, he'll have a record close to Bellamy. It was a big call by Camo. He's thinking uh, if he gets the chance to shape his own squad. Oh, look, um, I, I. It wasn't a question, it was more a comment. Yeah, I think. But I, I think in that, though, I, I don't see. Any dis, you know, from it, I, I do see it as a possibility. Oh, I th- I, probably any coach coming in, everyone we had coaching could have a record like Bellamy at the end. Everyone's come in here, you know, when you know Tommy come in and raved about the changes. Benny raved about the changes. You know, the, the, the feeling I get from Juzzy is the same thing. It's things take time. Let's let's not kid ourselves. And like like we said a few times throughout the year, 
and 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 not saying that what the squad was was what it was, but I mean you can only change so much so for so long. And, and I don't know, Justin, maybe you might be able to to sort of clear up where I'm going with this in the sense of that. Obviously, when when things go pear shaped early on in the season, you know when we had that bad start to the season, and that you go back to what you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, Toddy can be bringing in all the plays in the world and all the plans in the world, but when things go pear shaped, you're going to go back to what you know, and that's what you learned the year before. Would yeah. that be right? Yeah, for sure. I think. Yeah, I think you you got to have like a baseline. You got to have like a um, foundation, and they're like under pressure. You always go back to what you know. Um, you have a default that you fall back to, and I think we haven't established our default as the the bar that we wanted to, to set it to. Um, if if our default was at a standard or that bar that we wanted to get to and we and we wanted to strive more than that and if we under pressure fell back to that default the the standard would be sort of like the baseline what what we'd need to to get through games to be able to still be in the game to be able to still um seal the deal so um i think at times we sort of drop below our standard as the as our, as our default fallback but um and then there's times where like we're above above and beyond in games and and playing some of our best footy and in games like uh, the Melbourne game, like towards the back end of um, the year, we we played against Melbourne and like yeah. they they were, they were in fine form and um, I think that was one of our best games we played the whole year and um, you know we only just lost it and like if we can play footy like that, it's like it just shows that you know if we're playing at our best, we're we're in contention against the best of them. Um, Pretty it's sure we just, said that that week too. Yeah, yeah. Observing it, and we we all said if we can come out, if you guys can come out next week and and play like that, yeah, we'll take the loss. Even because it was against Melbourne, who at the time still are the yeah, form squad. Exactly. Mm. I think it was only four points in it or something. Yeah, so, like, and if yeah. you take that into the next yeah. week, take that same attitude and everything into next week, you know, and then get a roll on. Yeah, there's your baseline. But yeah. it just obviously it didn't but go like, that way. But it's like, hard to have a baseline. Sorry that. Because the team changed a lot this year. Obviously, Morgan retiring at the start of the year, yeah. um, Cliffo leaving halfway, so yeah, Maguire as well. So a lot of changes in the squad, and as you said earlier, a real young squad now. There's not a whole lot of experience out on the field, so yep. a little bit of that sort of resilience from that comes from a mature head. Yeah, and we went through. So I think the club sort of before I got to the club before 2015, they'd already gone through a new phase of um, culture, beliefs, and um, stuff like that that they wanted to drive and instill amongst their playing squad. Um, and I think they'd had a year to be able to build on that. And I've come in, and it's easy for a player to come into a squad where the players around you are already on board with everything, already ready to sort of drive that mentality throughout the club, throughout the playing squad. Yeah. So for me, it was easy. I just chime in. Um, I know quite clearly what everyone's striving for, what their standards are, and I just... It's easy to follow that. I think it's a bit harder once you have changes, people leaving. You know, we like we, over the years we've lost. Uh, we we had changes in coaches. We've had changes in staff. We've had changes in. Um, we've lost some some pretty key players who I said were pretty pivotal in their roles in the squad yep. in 2015. So I think losing some some of those players, it really it it really puts pressure on players to stand up and take fill those roles. But um, it is. I think it still takes time. I think now we've sort of like you look at the squad now and you look back to 2015. You think who's who's sort of left, and it's I think it's I think it might just be Grenville. Jason Granville, yeah, and Kyle uh, and Kyle and yeah. Felty, yeah. yeah. Can't forget so, Felty. He scored the damn try. Yeah, <laughs> better not. Uh, I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you 
scored a try too in 15, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Buddy Earthy did. Yeah. From the scrum base. That's right. That's right. Trick play. (laughs) So with that, how do you then build that default? After the season that we've had, how do you get to, from from a player's point of view now and you know, you don't have to worry about what any coach is telling you or whatnot or shut your mouth. But from your yeah. perspective, how do you get to that level where a storm outfit loses Cameron Smith, Brandon slots straight in. They lose Pappenhausen, Nico Hines yeah. slots in. So we've lost personnel, but yeah. other teams have as well. But they just seem to continue yeah. on the straight and narrow. How, how do you see the Cowboys creating that baseline? I think, like, I think with you see it very well with Melbourne. They do it very well where... Someone, some player comes in. They just they do their role. They fill their spot, and I think it, that's because the the players just know like what have I got to do? Um, this is what the this is what the standards are. This is what I need to do for the team. Um, everyone's driven it since preseason. Um, it's been known through the club for years now, and it still stays with the club no matter yep. the players that leave. And so, if someone comes into the team, they know exactly what they need to do, and the rest of the team around them's doing that. And then all they need to do is their job that's like I don't have to worry about the player next to them I don't have to worry about the, the next player because they're all over their job um, new player coming into team I just need to do my job and um, I think they do it really well so for us I think we I think Toddy's taken that um, taken the team to this this sort of um, new direction a new direction with the club a new direction on um, where our standards our um, culture our beliefs need to be and I think like I as, as as soon as we can buy into that and everyone buy into that and start driving those cultures around the club, I think um, that's when we'll make it easier for other players that come into the club or new players, younger players coming up through the ranks, being able to just come in, all right, this is the culture, this is what we do around here, this is what we strive for, these are the standards, anything worse than that we know is not okay and not acceptable. As soon as they have that and, and that sort of culture around the club, I think... Um, that's when they'll start to you'll like because the talent's there. Um, yeah, the talent's there. They it's just and you see it on paper. And I think that's the only way I can explain to people that ask me like, "What's going on?" You've got on paper, you guys have got a great squad. You have got a decent squad. You've got players that um, on the roster that are unreal. And it's like that's the only way I can describe it. Like we do, and we have all the talent. And the, when you see the squad play well, we've come up against the teams and been able to uh, match them. So the only way that um, we can be consistent with that is to just continue on from what Toddy started, I think. Yep, oh, I like that. The consistent coach might be on your next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Put your resume in for that one. Yeah, give it a go. All right, Katie Hicks said, uh, has asked, a healthy Cotter needs to be in the captain conversation. He is 110% effort in every play would be fantastic at motivating the young fellas up front. I guess the big question is, is, from 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 a punter sitting on the sideline watching the game, you know, Jace leads from the front. Yep. What's he like? I guess probably in the in the locker room is he is he a big talker? Like I, mean, I know Jace, and I know it's, until he's comfortable with you, it's hard to get a conversation out of him. It's taken me yeah. five odd years to get full conversations out of him. But is he in the in the locker room? Is he is he that locker room leader? Is he? I think, yeah, he is. Definitely is. Like um, what you said before about Toddy, like. See him as calm, 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 but then if you see a blow up, everyone's like, Holy, like, yeah, take him seriously. So, I think with Jace, you probably don't hear a lot of um, of direction or um, what we need to do or um, blow ups even from Jace. But I think when he speaks, he definitely he captures all the boys, the boys are ready to listen, and he gets a response from everyone. So, I think um, 
it's it's more quality than quantity, I think, with Jace. He's, yep. What he says is sort of taken very seriously and, and what he says is very to the point. <laughs> so, yeah, with Jace, yeah, that's exactly it, I think, quality over quantity. I like, guess, I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure you guys see what's in the socials and that, and everyone's questioning whether Jace should be the captain. Is he the best choice? Is he this? Is he that? Would the pressure of captain off his shoulders be the best so that he can get back to his form that we know he can? Which is, I, I, I sit down and think about it, and I've been one of these people that have said at times that, oh, he's had a shocker this week, but he's still run yeah. hundreds of metres. Like, I guess the expectation, you know, last season and the season before that where he was punching out 250, yeah. 260 metres. And he's sort of... Freakish expectation. Do we do, do exactly right? Do we are we too strong on him now? And has our is our expectation too high, or should we like what we've touched here a few times? Is, is it okay? Yeah, fair enough. He's not running two fifty, two sixty anymore, but he's still hitting one sixty, one seventy. Is it time for the rest of the forward pack to yeah. to rise to the occasion as well? And I just I'm, some people question whether he you know whether the captaincy on his shoulders would be eased if it was taken off. But then, who else did you give it to? You know those kind of things. You know, it's the, it's funny conversations. I'm sure you guys see it all the time. But for us, it, it makes me laugh sometimes. And oh, this person should be captain. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I I think it's amusing seeing some of the the comments and people's opinions on who they think should be <laughs> captain and why and who why who shouldn't be captain and why they think that as well. So um, yeah, I. Don't, I don't know. I I think Jace was breaking records, and he's when he was setting bars like yeah. And and I think like you said, like like you could be playing unwell. Like you could be playing well. You some of your best footy you've ever played. Someone will still bring you down. Like mm. find something where like, yeah yeah, but he might not do it next week. Or yeah, but you know he's only he only did it once because. You know, the other team of shit or something like that. Like, Jory has his best game of the season. He goes, yeah, well, he's on a million a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's up. Yeah. Joys of being an armchair on expert, that, I guess. Is he tied at the bar being on that sort of wage? Or We had Secret Santa. We had a Secret Santa at the club one year. and um, $10 limit, fellas. <laughs> yeah, we had like a – we had like a – I think it was like – 50 bucks maybe, yeah. 50 bucks limit. And everyone's like buying these presents and people are thinking, oh, I've done well for 50 bucks. <laughs> and then like someone's got like these unreal gift and we're like, what? That's that's at least like, that's way over 50 bucks. Like how much is that? And then we're like, who, guys, who got that? Like honestly. <laughs> and like the, the lad sitting there with the, all his stuff just like this is – this is unreal. This is best. <laughs> this is better than my actual Christmas presents. <laughs> but but then like we found out it was like Jace. So so like the next year everyone's going. I hope I get Jace. Who <laughs> 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 okay, okay on stitch that. Stitch him up. Yeah. Stitch him up in the hat. Seventeen Jaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he's going what? Yeah. And on that. Who, who? Okay, then if if, if Jace was frivolous, who was the tight ass in that all? Then I, I, I've got my inklings in my head who it would have been. Oh, even I do from what past guests have said, <laughs> yeah. and I don't want to say. I don't. I don't know. Michael Morgan. Mick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think Mick does. I think you he's definitely probably got that stereotype. <laughs> I was thinking that, that, I was. that title. I don't. I don't know. But I've been out with Mick a few times, and he's been all right. I, he I, is the magi- um, he. I call him the magician because he is the master of the smoke bomb. Yeah, I think that's just all it is. I think he just like he just 
He'll be there and then he won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more questions. Matt Coulthard asked, who is captain next year? We've had a, a Cotter as a suggestion. It was Jace. Jace. Really? It's going to stick with Jace I, or McLean. Why, why would you change it? I, like, I, don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I know we talked about it and, yes, it would be nice to have that little chirpy captain. Yeah, you know, you know, like a Jeff Tooby's just always chirping and at the referee and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if that always works for you. Does Chad come in be captain? Oh, I'm sure he's a bat. I mean, I, I would definitely – Mac is definitely – he's – as a – I think he was a co-captain um, when Morgs was yeah, sort of there. Yeah, a couple of times he has he's been. Pre- like, I think Mac is captaincy. Um, he was best because of his presence yeah. amongst the boys. Like, he is a tall – I was going to say, is it because he's nine foot tall? Or? <laughs> <laughs> he's a tall human, but – not only that, I think like um, he, he probably he's not a very approachable person. I don't think, <laughs> um, but um, I think he he just has that presence about him. Like um, same thing as Jace. I think like when he speaks, like people people definitely listen. But um, you can tell when Mac is on the field. I've played games when um, Mac's been on the field, and um, you know if something happens, we get a quick response and we bounce straight back, or we're able to turn something around where it hasn't gone our way, but. Um, you can feel like there's been times where we've gone error for error, led into a try. We get down on the trial and I look around and be like, what is going on? How'd that lead to a try? Like, um, how do we just lose composure um, when I feel like we're on top? And generally, most of the time, you, you lose a bit of experience on around the ruck there, where in the game today, I think it's played around the ruck and um, yeah. you, lose, you lose, lose the speed in the ruck and sort of blows out real quick. Do you think well, that's where the, the, the depth sometimes hurts us with the, in the sense of because we've got a lot of young, enthusiastic players, but you don't have that old head like Rob's touched on it a few times, that interchangeability when Jace goes off and then not long after, you know, Macker will go off and yep. then Jace will go off not long after him and all yeah. of a sudden you've just lost all your experience yeah. from the front row, you know, in your, in, your, in your forwards kind of thing. I mean, yeah, Hesse's 100-odd games and stuff like that, but, yep. you know, he doesn't have that... Uh, I don't know the word, the right word is, but it just doesn't seem to have that experience, even though he's had the game level, because yep. he's always been so hot and cold. Whether he's been starter, bench starter, bench this and that, yep. is it is it like that? You know, is is that something that you know, like obviously in the past, like fifteen, you know, you had Benny Hannett, you know, before Benny we had Ashton, you yep. know, those kind of players that sort of allowed to the prop to come off. You know, even when 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 Thumper was there, you know, Thumper would go off, Bolts would come on. You know, those. Yeah, those kind of players. Yeah, it makes it. It definitely makes it hard. Like I said, I can definitely. You can tell. And you know, I look around. I go, "Oh, Jace is on. Macker is on. Like we've lost a bit of experience there." And you can definitely feel it. There's it just. Um, <laughs> there's definitely no one talking. <laughs> it's quiet. Quiet in the huddle at the trial line. It just feels like we need a bit of leadership. We need something to sort of um, to take us forward here. And it's and sometimes it is hard being you know, two from the sideline. To yep. try and say something, speak to the rest of the team. Like um, it, it is hard at times. Like I, I could say like you know people might say what, well, why don't, you, why weren't you one of the voices there in the in the huddles when those boys are off? And it's like I just think it, I can be, and I, I, I say something at those times. But you know, it, at times it is hard to try and um, and I think with halves they can be great leaders because they, you know they're around the footy, they get the, their hands on the footy a, a, lot, yep. a lot of the time. They have control over a game whether. It, um, you know, we're winning the the battle, the arm wrestle at the time or not, and definitely being in the ruck there. I think forwards can can have a control over the game as well, and um, I think a voice from pivotal players like that, I think, is 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 a lot easier. 
um, to drive a team than some sort of <laughs> someone trying to lead from out wide. Yeah. Um, you don't see too many. Well, Croker. Croker. Yeah, Croker's, Croker's the only one I can think of off the top of me. I mean, go back to the years gone. Boy, yeah, you had you know, Andrew Farah, those kind of players. But that's two of us, yeah. Get a fullback. He was. Fullback, yeah, but yeah. fullback to me is because it's part of the spine. Him, you're yeah. still you're directing. It's easy because you're, well, not easy and not easy in the sense of it's an easy job to do, but. It's easy, I guess, to to be able to go in there and say, "Well, because you're sitting behind it, you're watching everything that's mm. going on." So, yeah, yeah, yeah there's not, it wasn't a huge, there hasn't been a huge amount of centres. Mel, 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 yeah, it's a different era though. Yeah, game was different then too, you know. So it's, I don't know, I don't know. It's one of those things. It'd be interesting mm. to see what happens. But I, I'd, I, I would never see, I could never see it being taken off of Jace. I, yeah. I do Jace. like the idea of Robson or someone like that. Just like said that, let Jason by all means be the locker room guy, and you know, just because you don't have a C against your name doesn't mean his words don't hold weight. Yeah. So, but then also you get now you're going to get a good anywhere from sixty or eighty minutes a game out of someone like Robson in the halves. Yep. And I just strike the only thing I struggle with is is that the the percentage rate for forwards getting the uh, captain's challenge right. It's not very good. <laughs> no. So I get a little bit no. nervous yeah. when I see the you know Jace Gay will challenge that. Like, oh. Is that the right call? <laughs> Just a bit of an honesty test around the boys where if you are calling for the captain's challenge and you're telling the captain, yes, go go for the captain's challenge, if you get it wrong, <laughs> there's a penalty on you. Yeah, what's the, what's the fine? What's the fine? Yeah. Oh, Is there a fine? There hasn't been one yet, no. Uh, but, um, there should be. Yeah. Because <laughs> you almost now. convinced the captain, the cap- captain's going, did you, did you touch it? And they're going, no, no, never touch it. Never touch it. You've got to... You, what do you, you got to take their word? If you don't, you're like, nah. see, I would yeah, never, I yeah. would never and believe then in slow motion replay. I would yeah, never, yeah. <laughs> absolutely swatted. See, I'd nah, never, be, I'd it. never believe Felty because he's a, he's a, he, he sells, he sells a try. Are you saying he's full of shit? He told himself that he scored that try that he never scored. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that is, that's he told true. You, well, that was the preseason, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Repre- the preseason game at Redcliffe when he oh, put yeah. that one down in the corner and he goes, nah, "Take it to you, mate." Yeah, yeah, fake it till you make it. Touchy gave it, so I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to on the field. Yeah, I, I, I get That's that. That's fair. You just don't know if that camera angle where your hand was is in between two <laughs> frames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the Robson, just just his name alone, has there been a bit of a changing in the guard with the crew? Like you've got Drinky, McLean, Robson, Townsend's coming. There's a few blues instead of Maroons in the. Oh yeah. Has there been a bit of banter like after after an Origin win with the Blues? Does Drinky get on his high horse and vice versa? Or? <laughs> oh, the boys have been the boys have been pretty good about it. Um, like I remember being at school, you used to just rub it. Oh, <laughs> big time. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't like if there was. There'd probably be only like a couple of people at school that were like New yeah. South Welshmen. And, yeah. and the only time you knew is when they bloody won. Yeah. Because yeah. they'd be the next day, oh, yeah. Yeah. Throwing <laughs> it in your face. And then I just remember, like, you'd win. Queensland would win and you'd just rub it in. Like, yeah. That, as much as you could. But, um, yeah, I haven't seen it so much. It's just been, it's almost like a well, they They can't say a whole quietly. lot considering we went yeah. near, a near decade and you were yeah. part of that, that decade of dominance, you'd call it. So, yeah. you know. Was there many blues in your side at the time? Ashton might have been. Cootie was probably there. What's that? Not that they played for the Blues, but oh, just... 15, in 15 and that. Yeah. Uh, Ashton, just, was, Ashton was just, well. Yeah, was just New Hannibal. South Wales players, that's all. I don't think we had too many. No, I don't think it was many. Cootie, Cootie was... Cootie would have been the only... Cootie would have been a He's the first one I could Welshman. think of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cost no. Jason. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rory. Oh, and Tamo. 
All right, well, a couple of yeah, other questions. Yeah. Speaking of Origin, Kat Gunn asks, who makes their Origin debut for uh, next year? Not oh, just geez. from the Cowboys, not necessarily a Cowboy. It's a bit early. Um, you don't know. Who origin debut. Yeah. yeah. Had a few this year. Yeah. Had a few the last couple of years. Right? Tell you what, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Sammy Walker get a crack. <clears throat> but, I mean, who do you sit out? I mean... Mm. Pretty stacked. Yeah, we're pretty heavy in the halves, but, I mean, I don't know. you got Munster and you got Cherry Evans. I mean... Semi trailer would have to hit them, and then even then, Cam would probably get up and <laughs> keep trying to roll along. Going, nah, nothing wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another beer, I'll be right. Um, but I, 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 he's someone that I can see in the future, Sammy Walker. I, I think last week's game, um, that Sammy. Last week's game where he sat out for 60 minutes and came on and kicked a field goal, and that was it. Oh, he did a few other little things in there. I know, as well, but I know, know. but <laughs> I didn't That's understand. all he'd be remembered for. Maybe, I know. Maybe <laughs> hooking. Hey? Depends on Ben Hunt's fitness with Hawking. Nah, he's too little. He's, he's, he's 60 no, kilos ringing no, away. I mean, like, there's probably a debutante in the hooking department. Maybe oh, Reed yeah. Mooney, maybe. Yeah, depends. It all depends on injury. I mean, mm. it really does. I mean, we'll revisit that a few times next year, no I'm doubt. I'm sure for it. Eddie Hewitt said Thursday got inducted in the Cowboys Hall of Fame uh, on the weekend. Who are the others who have been inducted? Uh, we, Mango. We actually looked it up. Oh, you, you've got it there? Yeah. Can I see how good I am? So, yeah, go on. Go on. All right, so it's... And what year? Oh, no <laughs> cheating. <laughs> All right. So there's only four. So there's, there's Mango, JT. It's all right. I can cut out the science. Is Lawrence no. Lancini? No. He's in the other thing. Yeah, Lancini. I'm sure he got, he got there's, something. There's Not a, according to this. There's a bear in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Paul Bowman. Yeah, thank you, Pistol. Um, no, I can't think of the fourth now. Don't tell me. No, 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 no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Give you a clue. Okay, it's not Cootie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cootie. Could it be Cooper? No, Gab's not in there. <coughs> oh, it was Maddie Singh. Oh, that's right. Yes, Maddie Singh. That's right. That was the outdoor one when uh, Dave Hughes. Oh yeah, I remember yep. that one. Yeah. So Bear and Maddie Singh were in 2015. Uh, Matty Bowen in 2019, and obviously Thursday this year. Mm. There you go. There you go. Beauty. There you go. Jesse Yo in 2032. 2016 World Cup World Club Challenge. You yep. guys fairly smashed Leeds. Yeah. And you scored a double. Yeah. In England, can you tell us about that? Oh, that was. A, what was it like playing in England? Oh, it was cold, freezing. <laughs> yeah. I think I was. Did I wear skins? I, I think I you did. I don't know if I, I can't remember if I wore skins, but. Um, yeah, a few of the boys did wear long sleeve skins because it was that cold. Like yeah. to the point where, like, you feel like your fingers are in slow motion just because yeah, everything's that frozen. It's oh. club challenge February in Townsville to yeah to, to, to yeah, Leeds. heights of Leeds Headingley yeah. head Stadium. No, no, they've gone Townsville. Oh, sorry, Sydney. Townsville, Vegas, oh. <laughs> <laughs> straight over. Auckland yeah. Nines. Auckland, oh, yeah, Auckland Nines. Then, yeah. Yeah. Was it uh, a, a wild crowd? Like, I was like playing in England. It's, it's, a, and it, it's an experience because the crowds over there, like, you know, they get the chance yeah. going and stuff. Yeah. It's and, um, yeah, it's a different experience. It's, it's actually, um, it's pretty special to be playing a World Club Challenge. Um, it, like, Unless you unless you're planning to actually go over mm. after your NRL career, like it's um it's something else playing over there. Like some of the, some of the things that they go through just as on a daily basis as normal for them. Like I remember one of the fields we trained on, um, their their western stands or whatever was the, one of their biggest stands because it covers half the field during the day. 
we trained on it in the after. I think after midday or something, and half the field was still frozen solid. So like, <laughs> oh, we're like running across in like normal tags and that, and it's like, what's going on? It's like skates. And, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, the gr- the ground's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and you reminded me from North Queensland. <laughs> you might want to go the longer tags. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, like like that would happen on a regular, and it's yeah. like. Oh, we're training on the left side of the field today, boys. <laughs> right side's frozen. But you scored a double, so it didn't stop you. Nah. Well, the field actually, by the time we played, I don't know if they keep it soaked or I don't know if that freezes it, it more. Or super yeah. sopper out or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it was fine. The field was the field was fine when we played on it. Um, it was definitely like a bit muddy and stuff, but like it seemed like it was damp the whole time we were over there. It but looked like it was wet. Yeah. Was, um, was Thurston livid about that? For the, just the game, I remember waking up at ridiculous o'clock in the morning to watch that game, and come about twenty minutes to go from full time, he tried everything to score a try because he's done everything in the yeah. in the game except score a world club challenge try, and he tried everything to get over. Was he dirty <laughs> on that? Or? I don't know. It was it was good. There was a bit of like I don't know. Is it like boys are like both teams were quite fired up. There was like oh Jimmy um, had that little knock, yeah. knuckle up yeah. I don't know if it was almost like a bit of a rivalry that we were almost representing Australia versus England kind of thing, but there was almost like yeah, there was this a bit of rivalry in the game that that added to it, and it was like oh, this is awesome, like this is, <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting into this. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Like I was I was stoked that I I got a double in that game, and um, you know it was a, it was an all round pretty awesome trip. But um, we stayed in some different places, but um, some like really nice places and. Um, yeah, we definitely had our fair share of celebrations over there as well. So, and like one of the experiences is going over there in business class. Like so for me, like I think the only time I've flown business class is for a World Club Challenge. Oh, and another time when my missus used to work for um, for an airline. But um, like it's an experience in itself. And <laughs> yeah, I haven't had that luxury yet. Not no, a, not an international. Yeah, no. It's been an awesome footy trip. The minibar as well. The, the bar <laughs> they have on board. <laughs> It wasn't much left. No, I don't think so. Did someone Tap try to take on the boonie? Yeah. The boonie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you need to, every time you go somewhere, you need to get an in- announced and introduced and take notes, Mick, as the world champion, Justin yeah. O'Neill. That's, yeah, that's pretty, that's I mean, pretty that's, cool. That that's and have your own that's intro awesome. music as well, like yeah. a wrestler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe yeah. bring your own pyro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walk out with the lighters. World club champion, just no deal in the house. I could just see that if he's a couple of sparklers. <laughs> and did you guys sort of do a lap of a country where you over there? You had a bit of a look around or was it play um, the game and head back? We stayed in we stayed in Leeds for most of the time, but yep. um, I think we spent some time. We did spend some time, um, I think, when we got there. Where we flew into, but then we also after the game we um, uh, we spent some time somewhere else as well. So um, yeah, we it was good. We we got to see a bit of England. That'd be amazing. Yeah, is the beers hot? <laughs> yeah, at the pub they probably feel hot because of how cold it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not moving across anytime soon. It sounds like you nah. don't really like the cold. Nah, you I had might, a terrible you might hold up in the cold weather. Uh, <laughs> bad, bad oh, my knees play up in the cold well, weather. I probably will end up. South probably down in Melbourne, but yep. and it is freezing down there at times. But um, yeah, I don't know how I'll go. It's all good. Speaking of awards from the weekend, uh, club person of the year went to Hamster. 
Yep. I think we had a half prediction of this last mm. week, didn't we? No, we. I think Not we, really said, we said Jakey for club person, but this is the second time that Benny's won that now. He won yep. that two years ago as well. Uh, Townsville Bulletin Fans Choice Award went to Jake Granville. Uh, JCU Education Award went to Corey Jensen. Uh, Members Player of the Year was Jake Granville again. Um, holy hell, he got the NRL Cowboys Way Award as well. Yeah. With the medals around his neck. Maybe the award up. Granville didn't get. Uh, rookie of the Year. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That went to Helen Lukey, um, which we did talk about last yeah, week. Yeah, we, we called that one. Which I mean, that was probably the worst kept secret in the world. I think it's. Yeah. I think he played the most games too, so it made it a bit easy. But obviously, scoring on debut um, and had a good. Did good you run. find him for his terrible after games after try celebration, trying to kick <laughs> oh, the ball and gone bunty up? We missed it. Did a lunge. And yeah, so, well, I would have. Mate, if I was if they, if I was involved with kangaroo courts, they still call it kangaroo court. Yeah, it's kangaroo yeah. court. Um, yeah. yeah, mate, I'd be throwing them out left, right, and center. Gold stars, Cowboys way award went to Geordie. And I apologise in advance. Uh, Mahendra Raja? Mahendra? Yeah. Sounds like you did a pretty good job. I'll go with that one. And Gold Stars Player of the Year went to Emma Manselman. She carves, man. I watched a couple of the girls' games and she is a killer. Yeah? Yeah. Related to the horse trainers? I don't know about that. Don't know? Sure. Anyway. Sounds uh, sounds great. (laughs) Run with it. Player's Player, Murray Tulane. That was left field. I did not see that coming. I can see it. No, I can see it, but... Who'd we say? Well, I think we say Jakey, didn't we? Or someone mm. like that, yeah. yeah. Is he really well respected? And Muzz, yeah. Yeah, I think he's... He's, he's, <laughs> nah, really, he's, nah. he's a rat. <laughs> nah, dog. Absolute dog. The books were cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been me, he reckons. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's... he's um, yeah, he is. He's, he's one of the upcoming um, players, I think. He's he's found his, um, his spot in the team and... I think he's been good for us this year, and in previous years, I think he, even when um, you know Greeny was here, I think Muzz sort of played had some good stints for the Cowboys and yep. just sort of um, just waited his time. And now he's sort of in the team and cemented his spot. I think, and I think he's going to be good for us in the next coming years. Maybe you could go back next year as his sprint coach, though, because he seems <laughs> to hit the mud. He <laughs> seems to hit the mud at about eighty meters. I've noticed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a couple of long range efforts. He's had some big runs. And credit to any professional athlete, but he made that break against the Knights earlier in the year yeah. and dodged about half a dozen people in traffic, <laughs> and he ran past us and it looked like he was walking. Yeah. Like, Why isn't anyone <laughs> catching this guy? And then takes that intercept. And, yep, he's home. He got mowed down ten meters out. Who would have yeah. thought? That guy's a that guy is a freak. That um, what's his name? Saab. Oh, he's that fast. Yeah, he he yeah. looks he looks the good the goods. Well, he yeah. ran down Hammer. Yeah, but I reckon him. Hammer did his Hammy then. I think he I Hammer he, wouldn't have been. In he full didn't look flight, like he was he? flying. Um, he kind of in the he, he was watching himself sort of in the big screen, looking for Saab, like anticipating that he was going to come. Um, instead of just knowing I'm putting it away, like, see you yeah, later, right. I've got this. So I kind of think that he might have been holding back, thinking either he was just he was blowing house. or his hammy was about to go or something. Yeah. He reminds me of Mango, though. Yeah. I'll go as fast as I need to go Yeah, and no more. He, he kind of – I said to someone, I don't, know, I don't know if you're chasing someone, if you, if you would rather just say, no, I didn't get him, I didn't get there, or – Oh yeah, I got there. He just palmed me in the face, like five meters out. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I was like, oh, I don't know what's worse, if the fact that he actually caught him or that he caught him but he still got palmed off. <laughs> <laughs> um, last one was Paul Bowman, medal for Cowboy of the Year, Cohen Hess. So that yeah. I, I look, we said he was up there, but I didn't expect him to take it out. I thought Reese, I thought Reese Robson would have taken it out. But mate, I've been the biggest turnaround supporter of Hesse over there, and you guys know that. I, I was, I was on him hard yeah. like, a couple of seasons ago. I was just was not a fan. I was very disappointed with the efforts. I think after that, I can sort of see why Greeny said early on that he was too young for Origin. Yeah, and I think it. Got to him a little bit, but the last two years, last year and this year, I've he's won me over as a, as a big fan. I just loving his attitude now. He's it's changed so much. Yep. I guess someone who's played alongside him. Have you seen that change over the years? Yeah, definitely. I think his his first year was a breakout year. Like, yeah, played unreal, and everyone's just sort of been hoping to see that Hesse come back because um, he was like exciting to watch the Cowboys, and um, you know that's what got him the spot in the Origin team. Playing like that, so I think he's. He, I think Toddy's been good for him. Uh, he's he's been coached by Toddy before. Um, he's I probably he's probably simplified his his role for the team, yep. and and just done it as hard as he could. So um, yeah, like I said, he's been he's been good for us um, lately, and I think it's you know it's it steps forward and it's good for Hesse. I think the middle's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah, that shift. I, 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 say, that, that shift, shift to, to the middle, middle has just been. I'm, we're starting to see those little. I know Pistol's talked about it. I know I've talked about it. His chase from marker to the mm. kick is phenomenal. Just those one percenters. Yeah, Just the those, one percenters. Yeah. I love, I love the, the kick <coughs> pressure. You know, little little halfbacks or whatever, even even bigger halfbacks. Just sitting them on the ass, like getting to them. I just like th- you might do it once in a game. Yeah. For the rest of the game, they know you're coming. So yeah. It adds that pressure there. And um, yeah, little things like that. Even if he doesn't get there, he's, he's kick pressuring. Um, yeah, stuff from Marker, like going out hard. He's kick chased at times, like he's a front rower and he's flying down there, uh, leading our line down there. So it's, it's small things like that. Like, and he might work. He might work his freckle off like that in games and um, and have to come off. But like, like he's putting in. He's he's working hard for the team. So then his stats show. Oh, he only made ninety meters. What what's he been doing? He's lazy. Well, yeah. hang on a minute. Let's he's have just, a look. He's, he's sprinting. He's sprinting another hundred meters, chasing the kicker. You look know? at off ball stuff. And <laughs> yep, that's not true. Yeah, no one ever looks at the off balls. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't. No. You, you can tell by the comment. Oh, what's he done all game? Have you watched? Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're at the game, it's easier. But it, even on TV, like you can you see Cohen Hess. You can see his work rate. That was like I was enjoying sitting at the start of the season when we were all sitting up the top. Yeah, really enjoyed sitting up there with you boys, watching the game from up there, and, and that just get a whole different perspective and sort of and you know sitting with a few of the boys and stuff like that, and and saying oh what was going on there and that explains and you go and you can see it. Yeah, when you're sitting down below, I hate sitting down the front now. It's like oh, yeah. I really enjoyed sitting up the top there because you just sort of you can see that whole play. And I, early on in the season, when it, the crowds weren't as big and that kind of stuff, you could hear the calls. It's mm. clear as. Yep. It was phenomenal. I loved it. I loved sitting up there. It was That's great. why I would have preferred not having, you know, they put that overlay of the crowds, the fake crowd sounds. Oh, I hated that. Especially last year. I preferred hearing the actual sounds of the game. Hearing yeah, the players. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. man. That guy's, <laughs> that guy's wearing a rib for an eye patch tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, on the ranch footy tipping comp for this year is – Almost wrapped up, and there's no point jumping on now unless you're ahead. No, we're not going to give it because uh, yeah, yeah, 
there's five games left, and Webster one is a good seven points in front, and he's got the margin on his side as well. So he could not tip for the rest of the season. Oh, don't say that. There could be a salary cap scandal yet. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change Jack. <laughs> you just said he's seven points ahead. There's only five games left. We don't want to have to put an asterisk next to his name, all right? So oh, yeah. Who's in second spot? Uh, second spot is Year of the Cow and 186. That's Year of the Cow tipped eight points in the last two weeks to win the <laughs> tipping comp. And there's and your And there's your fans. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so most people nailing three out of four in finals week one. Joe underscore Trixie. Managed four from four. Unfortunately, that gets you nothing uh, because <laughs> it was only four games. So we um, turned off the malt, the bit, the look, extra we'll, point around. There. There's no extra points, but look, if you want a sticker, flick us your address and we'll flick you a sticker anyway uh, because we're just that kind of generous people. We're nice. We are, we are. Uh, Chris North, five in third place on 185. Cody O'Hara, seven, managed uh, fourth place. Uh, or actually equal on 185. As we say, there's five. Five games up for grabs here, so you know this could shuffle around a little bit more. Red Hot Richie, last year's reigning champion, in Gone. fifth place on 184 with Fra Dog, uh, and down the list Harry and Q on 183. Fuck off in 183. <laughs> he <laughs> just loves saying that. I do, I do. The Eric, it's about the only one that I leave in. Oh, and his and his cousin, uh, his cousin Farquit, <laughs> um, a little further down. Barking Frog of the people in the room. Other than Jazzy, we don't know what Jazzy's tips are, but I don't, anyway, uh, barking <laughs> are you frog. To tip? Are you allowed in tipping comps? Uh, I, I, I think maybe like a non-profit tipping comp, or like something just like funsies that. Yeah, or something. Yeah, or if it's organised amongst your family or something like that, like yeah. or your your mates, and it's all. I don't. I'm not actually. I wouldn't quote me on this. I don't know for sure, but yeah, I, I feel like I've heard guys being in tipping comps that aren't for anything. Yeah, um, yeah. It's round thirteen. You haven't won a game in like the last six weeks and you're coming up against the ladder leaders and you're in the tipping comp with the family and Justin's tipped the other team. <laughs> <laughs> is there a bit of inside goss on that? <laughs> or do you, is it, do you always have to tip Cowboys regardless? Oh, no, I don't know. I, I, I would. I'd tip Cowboys regardless. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah. So Barking Frog in 21st. I ended up in 33rd. I got zero this week, just gone. Yeah, you had a shocker. I, tr- I tried to tip the upsets this week, and there was only one, and that's the one I didn't tip. <laughs> um, and, yeah, over the page, which just died on me. It'd be good if the page stopped refreshing. That would be nice. Would you love that? Ah, the internet. That's fantastic. <laughs> good <laughs> Wi-Fi here. Technology. Who'd, who'd want that? Morgan? I, I, I do know that someone's past pistol. Uh, now what? I can't even find. Well, she got one. About 70 oh people are past pistol, to be fair. <laughs> oh, pistol with zero point. That's ah, that's where I went wrong. I and copied even, pistol, and you even yeah. turned around and said last week, "I'm really nervous about this." Yeah. And I said, "So why are you doing it?" That's why. Yeah. What, what uh, points am I on? Uh, you're on 128. Do you see who's on 129? And the leader's on what? 190. 129 for Big oh, Chicken Karen. In Chicken Karen's got gotcha. you. Morgan TSV with nine points clear of Gaddis. I take uh, it out for the second season straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only person I ever beat. It <laughs> always seems to be Morgs and Georgie Gaddis yeah. always seem to be fighting out in the same area. Tip okay. with integrity, guys. Cowboys every week and whoever plays Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're into the NRL semi-finals for 2021. There's only two games, thankfully. Uh, Friday the 17th, it kicks off. Uh, actually, one of these games got moved, didn't it? 
I heard the. No, they're both in Mackay. No, no, no. Uh, time slot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, no, that's not this week's game. It's Melbourne's oh, game next Melbourne's week. Game next week got moved because they the moved because because clashes with the grand final. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, and, as Gordon Taylor said. Why? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Friday the 17th, 7.50pm. Uh, these are both in Mackay. A BB print, one day after the other, make a weekend of it. Road trip? Se- seagulls, Manly Seagulls. No, I'm not going to be getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for these two games. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Manly up against the Roosters. Uh, I don't have odds, um, but we don't need them. Frog? Uh, I don't think Manly will play as bad as they did last week again. I think Manly will do the Roosters, and I think it'll be by, I reckon only by, I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be by six. All right. Mocks? I've gone Manly, but I've gone a bit bigger here. I've gone 16. Oh, I'm going to take Manly by six. Pistol? I'll also have Manly because Roosters got lucky. Okay. Oh, a margin. Uh, give us 30. 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. they're going to be a slow out. This is why you were, what, what was he? Saab to score two and Turbatic score a hat trick. Okay, fair enough. Jazzy? Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd go Manly, to be honest. Yeah. Um, unless unless the Roosters somehow, unless they bounce back with a um, with a fighting win be, because of sort of the close game they had. But um, I I just see Manly, they're, they're sort of on the up. They're, they're playing some good footy at the back end of the year. So... You take note of all these games now that now that not really to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> don't really care too much. Is there one particular team you'd rather see win than anyone else from here on out? Don't say Storm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be honest, um, I've sort of half been a fan of the Bunnies just because um, you know, a couple of players, ex Melbourne players, have gone there and yep. Um, yeah, I, I just. I don't know why, I've always sort of been a fan of the bunnies as well. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can say Storm, I was only joking, that's yeah, fine. And Storm's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, the second game, Saturday the 18th, uh, 7.50pm as well, also in Mackay, the Panthers, up against the Eels. Um, I've gone the Panthers, I don't know if Gutho's drop kicks will save him this week. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. I had no problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem with it. I have a problem with the rule, not the problem with yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, that. that uh, yeah, I can understand that. Orgs. I'm going Panthers, and just for funsies, I'm going margin of about 30 points. Oh, you reckon they're going to click this week? I reckon, yep. I reckon it'll be on maybe 40. Oh, I reckon Parramatta played their grand final last week. I don't worry about that. I'm uh, also tipping Panthers. The one time I wear a Panthers jersey, they lose. Uh-huh. So I won't, wear, I won't be wearing it this week. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not really fast, to be honest. Uh, no, no, but who are you tipping? Uh, look, Panthers haven't won it since what oh three. That's eighteen years. Para haven't won it since eighty six. Give us Para. Thirty five year drought. Turn the porch lights well, you off. Think, you think Para? If Para win, you think they'll beat the Storm the following week? Hey, you got to be in it to win it. Fair enough. Juzzy, yeah, I'm going. I'll go Penrith. Yeah, yeah. they got to bounce back. I think they bounce back. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Don't seem to have too many bad games in if a row. Manly, no. If Manly and Penrith both lose this week. Do you reckon that's going to be one of the most failed club seasons mm. in the past fifty years? To have all the hype, especially Penrith, anyway, Penrith to have all the, to have all the <coughs> hype and everything, and all the streak and everything that they've gone on. If they go out in straights, would you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's got to be one of the most choking and unsuccessful. And oh, I don't know. They've the last years they've won 
whatever straight, 17 odd mm. straight, and then they lose it in the grand final. Yeah, but to lose in straight sets. Yeah. yeah. After and, and to not even, not even make a prelim. After all the all the stuff, I'd say that it'd have that to be the most. This year, I reckon. Yeah, that'd oh, be the most rubbish. There'd be some heads rolling, that's for mm. sure. Mm. Oh, the subway question: Do you have a six inch or a foot long? I think we've had this foot question long. before. That's a bit of a personal of question. Have, right? have the argument again. Who orders I, I a six feel, inch? I feel a little bit. Of, I feel a little feel bit attacked. Uh, attacked yeah, by right. that question, mate. I'm yeah. sorry. I, all I'm saying. I'm not telling you anything. It. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, that's the. Is it cold or is it a cold day or a warm day? But I have it toasted. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no. There's so much more I could say to that, but I'm not going to. But that is the tipping comp for this year. Webster won. We need to get your details so we can get you your jersey. Which uh, we've got to go pick up. Which we do still have to go Hamster's and pick up. Hamster's still got it. Yeah, <laughs> no. if, if Webster doesn't send his details in, can it just come through my way? <sighs> it's going to hang on the wall. It'll hang yeah. on the wall. Oh, crap. <laughs> so, or probably there, actually. Um, but that is the tipping comp for 2021. All thanks to Be Clean NQ. Carpets and upholstery cleaning and a couple other little things that we'll throw in there. Yeah, we've got some other stuff in there as well. Unless we can do a random – maybe. Might do a random draw. We'll do a random draw. We'll just put all the numbers in. Sorry, Webster, we've just taken a prize off you. I'm sure he'll live over not getting a (laughs) notepad and a – Chuck a pack of two. Oh no, no! Don't do that to me because we could we give him the pack and the next thing he gets like a ten thousand dollar card or something like that. That'd do my head in. I'm sure he won't. Pretty, you never know. You never know. I got a couple yeah. of coolers. We haven't had a there. signature yet. We haven't had a signature card yet. I'm guaranteed one. Open pack. <laughs> we'll send you. A, we'll send you a selection of our finest cards that we don't want. A selection of the shit ones we didn't want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have not had a good run this year with this, but all thanks to Fusion Networks, it is time for the Podic Multi. <laughs> Just before that, though, the only two times it hasn't been Pistol's multi this year and Pistol put his own multi on came through. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I'm up Thanks about 800 on that. Oh, tips not yeah. mate. Yeah. yeah. No worries. Just let us hang. It's a six-leg multi this week because I don't know where they came from. Actually, I think most of them came from Pistol. No, I, I had to... Make some up. Oh, you j- throw I was going to chuck the dolphins in for Mick, and I realised the dolphins suck. No, <laughs> <laughs> no don't, because we're playing the Bills this week, and I'm just not very confident with that at no, all. I saw the odds, I'm like, nah. It scraped yeah. in by one point this week. Is Ray Finkel back for the dolphins? A win against the Patriots oh. is a win. This is true. This is true. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. All right. This is out. We're, for some reason, taking the Parramatta Eels head to head here, and it's paying $4.44. That's pistol. Oh, okay. And we've all gone. Oh, no, right. Right. Get yeah. on board it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Get up. Go, Go you good thing. Must <laughs> <laughs> uh, just burn my money. We're taking that into Manly at a dollar thirty-two. We're taking the Bulldogs against the D's. Yeah. That's that's a pistol one as well. Yeah. We're just pistols multi. Again, Sons of the West. Yeah, that's two dollars thirty-six. That's not for a couple. That's not for two weeks yet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. That's this a pickle. Is, this is going to hang for Cut a while. Cut that one out. I'll that one this weekend. <laughs> I think it's already on. <laughs> we'll chuck it in. Let's let it roll. Yeah. Why not? Hey. I think the other legs have got to get up yet. We're taking the Patriots over the Jets. Nah. Well, that's that's a given. Jets suck. Yeah, taking the Bucks over the Falcons. This is the NFL for those who it's are unaware of Brady. Carton. And the Falcons just got beaten by the by the Eagles. Can't I'll go say. Yeah, uh, and the Seahawks over the Titans. Yeah, go Seahawks. Yeah, right. Eh? Okay, a okay. bit weird. Put it all are you together. Just picking on names. Yeah, you can yeah, follow. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that mascot. Oh, I like the logo. <laughs> these the are colours. all these are all his teams. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <Look, laughs> hang on, no, no. Seahawks is my team. 
And I also I do like you were Packers. Packers, man. Packers got yeah. blitz today, so I'm not betting on the Packers. <laughs> Name a team that isn't your team. So I've chucked yeah. in Patriots and the fucking different teams. teams. Canterbury. Put it all together. Canterbury's not his team. Get put, it, me. Yeah, put it all together. Put it up for you. I'm sick of it. Sorry, yeah, but not my team. It's like herding cats this lot. He pays 32 bucks. We're putting 20 bucks on it. That'll be $644.87. Guaranteed. Tax free. Christmas party. Oh, yeah. One of these has got to pay off. Cocaine, surely. cocaine and hookers. Here we come. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and hold the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hold the hookers, to be honest with you. It's Townsville. Can I tell oh, all, th- <laughs> <laughs> all thanks to our good friends at Fusion Networks. That's another bonic multi. We're getting cancelled. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, cancel culture. Boom. All right, there are, there are a couple of questions. Only a couple left, then we're going to let you go get some sleep. Haven't, you haven't asked your questions yet. Yeah, that's the ones I'm that's about to ask. Uh, I like these questions. I Mate, still haven't heard if he gets injuries. Like, just sick pay. Yeah, he gets <laughs> 12 <laughs> sick days a year, and here you are sitting out with an ACL and a split. you got a union? Are you union? <laughs> we have a union. They're like a sports union? we got an RLPA. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's an association. Yeah, rugby league players association. Yeah. yeah. Right. I thought you were asking if he was going to go to Union. <laughs> Are you going to Union? <laughs> no, that's doesn't your brother no, no, play he, Union? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he played both this year actually. That's amazing. <laughs> he, he won the um, brothers won the A grade rugby league, and then teachers he played for, and they won the. How's he playing for? I'm a teachers boy. Well. I'm an yeah. old boy. I'm an old dog. You got both. You got two Mad Mondays. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, smart man. <laughs> There's a bit of a bit of athlete. Tism, that's the wrong word, but that runs in your family, I suppose. Just in the O'Neill name. It's Julian, Susie. Oh, right. Yeah. And I, I was wondering where you were going with that. for Vanuatu? Yeah, older yep. brother did, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So he's, yep. Good genes. Yeah, they've done like a right. your pool room. <laughs> and now for the important questions. <laughs> we ask everyone, your favourite pie. Favourite pie, um, cheese, cheese bacon. Yeah. Oh, no hesitation, oh, straight yeah. in. Yeah. I like yeah. it. From? You have a favourite pie shop? Uh, anywhere too. It just not, doesn't have to be like feelings or anything. I'm, like that. I'm anywhere. fine with like a like the. Oh, actually, there's that there's that good pies um, drive-through one up like near the Bowley. Have you seen that one? Oh, oh the, the wagon, chuck wagon, the chuck, the chuck wagon, wagon. The chuck yeah. wagon. Chuck yeah. wagon. Yeah. yeah, they're I not bad. Haven't been there yet. No, they're good. They're, good. they're not bad. They're, you got to stop. It's not <laughs> one you can eat in the car while you're driving. Oh, it's one yeah. of those. They're like an old old school. We used, they used to make pies like that in Huonan, like unreal. Yeah, I had yeah. a curry, curry pie when I was out at Mount Isa the other week. Everyone's going, you got to have the curry, curry pie. Curry, curry. No, it's a curry pie, but the pie, the, it's the curry pie shop from the curry, and they send them over to, into Mount Isa. Oh, yeah, that is a good thing. Apparently, yeah, apparently, yeah. they're going, oh, you got to get the curry one, though. I tell you what, I was pretty impressed. It did go through me like a two dollar chuck. That was the curry, not the pie. Like I'm not a big curry eater, but yeah. Awesome. <laughs> just trying to plug. I had a beef and mushroom pie from a ba- from the bakery on Gologly's Lane just the other day. And They're good that too. That is an amazing. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it's the bakery it's there. It's Upper right Ross. next door, next door the Riverway Meat Meats. Eats and all that. It is a great pie shop. Yeah. Great bakery. Shout out to Mickey Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugs they everywhere. Good, they give a good meat. Money for comment. Um, send <laughs> you things into Fusion Networks. Just yeah. Like if you want to, if you want us to promote next season, anything <laughs> you've got. <laughs> Yeah. Feel free to send it in to us. We're happy to sample it too. We'll sample it and talk about it and give you our true opinion of it. Now, the favourite <laughs> question that uh, Pistol comes up with every year, you want to ask it, Pistol? It's your question. No, you, no, you, you ask go. You're oh, okay, you're, right. You're stranded on a deserted story. island. Oh, right? that's that one. Yeah. What? You get a few. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Jocks or briefs. <laughs> 
No, no, we're waiting for Bruce. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on a deserted island. You can take two players with you. Which two would you want to take from any current or past player that you've played with or that you haven't played with? Oh, yeah. And why? <laughs> and, and two that you definitely aren't bringing along. Yeah. And the then two, I definitely the aren't. The two that you definitely want with you and the two you definitely don't want with you. Well, Morgs is one I probably wouldn't take with me because I want <laughs> to get off. Why does he pop up every Second time? Second time. Three from three. Four three times. from three. Yeah. I want to get off, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's helping me there. Um, i take Macca because I think he's probably the, be- the best one to get me off the island. Um, I'm pretty sure. Tommy Gilbert said Macca as well. Yeah, I, think so. yeah. I, think, I think so. That's a yeah. common theme going yeah. through and the boys. I'm here. pretty sure Benny Hampton did too. Yeah. Actually, you know, I think Benny said no, he didn't want him there because they're best buds. They'd end up killing each other. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah true. Probably. I'd probably take Benny just for that humour. That'd, that'd be my humour, watching them two go out. <laughs> 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 There's me entertainment. And then uh, Macca's getting me off the island. And, and I wouldn't take Morgs because he's probably not getting me off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's def- definite common theme there. I think uh, we're getting a we, we, bit we, of an insight into the yeah. players. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love just it. Felt like that question. It's good. It's very good. Uh, well, I think that's us for the week. Thanks very much for for joining us and sitting here and listening to us rabbit on for nearly two hours. Yeah, no, it's been unreal. I really enjoyed the insight on that spleen injury. I kind of that sound suck for me. You're planning on getting yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was one thing so I did want to ask you. Just in case, <laughs> just in case Mika smashes him out one day. Other than, sorry, another question. Other than the grand final wins, what has been the highest feeling or the greatest feeling you've had on the sporting field as well as the lows? Yeah. Well, it's been the grand final against Melbourne was sort of pretty tough to take um, against a, a team I used to play for and, and it was bittersweet because I was happy for some of the boys that had played in there in that team, but um, it was a it was a tough win to swallow, but a uh, t- tough loss to swallow. But um, yeah, another memory that sort of sits fond with me like, over the years has been um, that that whole week leading up to the grand final in 2015. Just how um, how the town got around us, like it was mm. crazy that we would catch a bus from the Strand to the airport, and the whole way there, like. There's people there. We're just waving the whole way there. Like, there's people the whole way to the airport. Um, yeah, it, it, it was nuts. Like, to me, that that's pretty special. And it, it, it wasn't just sort of the grand final. Um, it was leading up to the grand final. It was the, the weeks during the final series. And, um, yeah, that whole experience was – I don't think – if, if I'd have been at a different team, and it, like in Sydney or – or Melbourne, or even probably Brisbane. I, I don't think it's the same experience, just because of how connected the town is to the team, yeah. and and what it meant to them, and the support that we got through that through that series, like going away for a finals game and then coming home and with a win, and you know we're a step closer to making the GF. It's it was unreal, and something I think could only have been experienced here in Townsville. Did you ever think it would be that difficult to walk through the Townsville airport? No. <laughs> it's a pretty big <laughs> open area, let's yeah. be honest. I couldn't believe there. how many people yeah. were in there. Moving it's forward as a past player now, I guess you could say, Cowboys your number one team that you're going to be supporting and following, or yeah? Oh, definitely. I think I've, I've, um, I'm sort of a part of the club now, and I've sort of got some, I'm invested in the club now, so I think I, I definitely support them. And, Follow and there's a there's a lot of players, there are younger players that have come through that I, I definitely want to see um, go on and 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 see how they go for, for the rest of their career. So um, 
you know, as long as they stay at the Cowboys, <laughs> I support them. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, I, I think I, I support the Cowboys a lot closer now. They do yeah. a pretty good old boys weekend too. Just, just yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you get to do two. You yeah. get to do two though. Would you? Would, you know, would you do the Storm one as well? Enough space between them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that is us. You can find us at On The Ranch and Q on Instagram, XR Bob on Twitter, Morgan Holmes, Evans everywhere, Barking Frog MC everywhere as well. Pretty much. And if you're looking for Justin, it's Juz underscore E on Insta. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think you're on Twitter as well. Probably don't use it. Don't. No. I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. Oh, there you go. Right. Some are, some aren't. But, uh, yeah, again, thanks for coming. It's been, yeah, a great chat. That's probably one of the longest ones we've had. So... It was awesome. Some good insight there. An amazing career. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Awesome. That's us. Thanks very much. Thanks for the beers, Camo. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the Cowboys 2022, I guess. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. That's probably us for the year. We may come back next week, but I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. You can always do a little. Well, if that's the case, if that's the case, we might do a best of. If that's the case, big thank you to all our listeners this year, um, for everyone that's been getting involved and sending in questions and, and stuff like that, all the people on the tipping comps and that kind of stuff. Thank you very much. Um, if you have, if you did get your perfect rounds and you haven't sent us your address yet, we will still send out the stickers. If I, and if I've forgotten to get you a sticker, just we better get Josie a sticker too before he goes. Yeah, we've got a thousand. Thousand of them, so we'll get one of those as well. Beers, stickers, cash for comment. You're, you're about, you're about sure to get sticker on your phone and socks. <laughs> There's a sticker for you, an on-the-ranch sticker, mate. Uh, that's uh, one of – it could be worse, I think, because it's like one of how many we get. I think it's going to be worse. It's just highly coveted. <laughs> highly coveted. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. us for right. We see that on the going for a couple hundred bucks. Bye. <laughs> All right, have a good one. Bye. Merry Christmas.